0: she Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace teleconference. My name is Elizabeth Tobin, and I'm a certified residence repatterning practitioner. I'm here with my husband, James Dempsey, who is a trance channel, a shaman, Reiki master, artist, poet, musician, all-around mystic guy. Hey, Jamesy. Hello. Welcome to the call. <laughs> hey. So, tonight we 're going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into a um, into a topic that we 've kind of touched on before. actually, this is sort of like pulling together a few different topics that we 've touched on before, but some new information came through that I thought was really interesting. And just to give you a little background of how this all came about. so I put in the the Facebook group I just tossed it out there. What do you guys want to work on this month and Gina posted that she'd like to address the collective lack of conscience that allows the country's leaders to decimate other countries and destroy entire cultures and regions and lives. And then Christine chimed in and said, yeah, that would be a great one, and we've lost our democracy to greed and corruption, and we all sit around complaining and clueless about what to do. So so that really felt like a real... Um, Those questions are big questions, and they're things that are really, I think, up for a lot of people right now. This call is being done in October, right before the 2016 presidential elections, and oh my God, it's been crazy. Um, So crazy chaos, crazy um, division, and so what we wanted to do was to bring you some tools that you can use in your day-to-day life that will help you to feel more empowered, more confident, more joyful, more fulfilled. That's what we want to do in these calls. That's our overriding intention, and that's what we want to do with every call. And this particular call, that, those questions, they're, they're the big-picture questions, and oftentimes when we look at the big picture like that, it can seem rather hopeless. So it's overwhelming. And overwhelming. So, so I'm always looking for, okay, so what's the opportunity for us to give people information and transformation that will empower them? And so that was the question that I put to the guide. So we're going to talk about um, some of the things, do a little bit of a recap on some things, and then we'll move into some new information that I think you're going to find really helpful. So, James, um, do you want to take us through the invocation? Do you want to add anything before we go into the invocation?
1: Yes. um, We do this invocation a lot, and one of the things, uh, and and it really does help set up the call and set up the group itself, and it gives the opportunity for people who want to listen to the recording at another time to actually join the group if if they go through this little exercise but one of the things about this exercise, uh, and we do it collectively as a group on this call, but this is an exercise that I I find myself using quite often during the day. Uh, I have days where I have to do, I call it the red exercise, and um, it's a grounding exercise, and um, it's, it's really important for those of us that aren't grounded or feel like we leave our bodies a lot or feel like we can't concentrate on the here and now. This is a really good way to get, um, to get grounded, to be 100% or as close as possible to 100% present at any given time. And there are days that I have to do this exercise m- multiple times a day, 10, 12 times a day. And other times i you know I, I like to do it in the morning before I go about my day um but but this is an exercise that that all of you should try. this is one of the more important tools uh, that we hope that you're gonna get out of this teleconference tonight so please visualize a platinum crown on your head. this is uh your representation of your crown chakra, the pointy king's crown on the top of your head. Now, please visualize that your toes and heels are the roots of a tree. And like a special effect in a movie, burrow those toe and heel roots right into the ground. And please visualize that we are all
2: standing around a pool of red water. And visualize
1: your neighbor on either side of you and and grasp hands with that neighbor so that
2: we're all joined together in a circle. Now, with those toe and heel roots burrowed into the ground,
1: Grab the ground like a bird of prey, like an eagle or an owl. Or a
2: hawk. Or a
1: hawk or a falcon. Now we're going to begin belly breathing. In through your nose, blowing up your belly like a balloon, and out through your mouth. So begin belly breathing.
2: (laughs) Another one. Big, deep breaths.
1: On the next in-breath, start pulling some of that red water from that pond up your legs, up your torso. Spray it up the top of your head like a fountain at a park. So on the in-breath, pull up red, spray out head. Now on the out-breath, pull that red back down like you're emptying yourself of that red. So Big deep in breath, pull up red, stay out head.
2: Out um, breath, pull that red back down. Big deep in breath. So as you do this,
1: Feel how much solider you feel. Feel how much more connected you feel to the other people on this call. Feel how much more present you feel for all the other cares of the day, all the other issues of the day. Sort of go very, very far into the background. One more big breath together. Pull up red, spray out the head.
2: And pull the red back down. That is the red
1: exercise that is i've learned a, a, i've learned a myriad of grounding exercises in my time learning uh learning energy healing uh having energy work done on myself uh through a bunch of the other programs i've been involved in and for me that is the most effective one it's the one I can visualize the simplest and it's the one that gets the job done soonest uh i can I found I can ground myself in less than a minute doing that. And I find it very useful to pull that out uh, on a regular basis. I don't need to do it every day, but there are many days that I need to do it multiple times a day. And I, you might find it very helpful. It's a very good thing to do when you're trying to sit down and do a long postponed task, like. For example, like doing, doing your monthly bills, which you've been avoiding, or doing your taxes, which lots of people like to put off till the last minute. So um, so tonight we're going to talk to the council. Uh, Liz and I channeled this particular guide. This guide is um, Al Fiera Vista, which is a guide we haven't spoken to in quite a while, but we've We've had this guide on this call before, probably more like a year ago. So uh, this was when we queried the council about, you know, what to do about overwhelm and how to deal with it. Um, This is the guide that came through. And the guide was a little testy. Um, We were, Liz and I were both wondering if it was each of us individually that was being kind of testy and cranky, but it turns out that uh, a lot of the, a lot of the advice that the guide uh, had been given us was was advice that that this council has been given now uh, for, for many years on this call. Very similar uh, tie-in type advice. So, are you ready, Liz?
0: Yes, I am.
1: Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going
2: to talk down um, and connect with the guide. Give me a second here. Okay. Hello. Greetings.
0: Hi. Who is this?
1: Altea Vista.
0: Ah, thank you for coming. So... I wanted to just do a little bit of a recap of some of the suggestions that you gave us the other day and then I'd like to um then I'd like to move into the new information around the manifestation circuit, the lower chakras, and um and what you said about how important it is to keep grounded and and why it's so important right now. So yes. just to give just to give a little context to everybody. So we were talking about these big big picture um issues that the world seems to be facing and how people seem to be overwhelmed and feeling helpless and hopeless about them. And yes. and that that was where um you had talked about well go back to that concept of the active disengagement, get off the media. Um, get off the social media stop listening to the news get yourself outside into nature start to work with the soil whether it's planting a tomato on your um, on your patio or you have a house plant maybe some basil on your windowsill to get back and connected to mother earth so um,
1: one of of the things your modern society has has done or the average person is disconnected them from Mother Earth. And it actually makes makes you more susceptible to this overwhelm because if you're not grounded then you more like a leaf in the wind. Does this make sense?
0: Yes, yes.
1: And and the the fact that you can go into a supermarket and and buy everything that you need and not, you know, not have any hand in producing it. Most folks in your country, their major connection with the land is that they mow the lawn every week or every other week. And that's not really uh, very grounded. And you are, um, you, your modern society much of the world over involves uh, vehicular transport, driving around to and from your uh, your work, and your work is it for the most part isn't uh, isn't very grounding. A lot of it's moving numbers on a on a computer screen. That's all they talk about. They talk about keeping all your information in the cloud.
0: Right. We're all in the cloud. (laughs) We're all in the cloud. Right. That's not very grounding, is it? No. Right. Um, Another thing that you had mentioned was the idea of looking at your sphere of influence and looking around your community and getting connected in your community and we had talked about that before, but I think that was—I think it's worth repeating because, um, well, but you can tell us why, why your, that's important.
1: Getting involved in your local community is one of the easier ways to affect
2: change that is immediate. Much of the, much of the
1: question and much of the. Uh, much of the overwhelm is is because so many of these world events are are, se- are 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 seemingly out of any individual's control. So one of the ways to feel more in, in control of your own life is to work with the people around you that you deal with, uh, or or that you should be dealing with. on on a much more regular basis, Uh, doing things in your neighborhood, doing things in your local community organizations, doing things in your local church for for the people that you deal with the most, for and with the people that you deal with the most. And, And that type of
2: change,
1: the idea that you're going to get your government to stop bombing the rest of the world tomorrow is uh, would be a wonderful thing, but it, it, it's a it's very difficult to do. But the idea that you could go and make a difference at your local food pantry tomorrow—that's doable. Yes.
0: Right, and it also gives you a focus, takes you you off of the the overwhelming big picture. And gives gives you a focus on something that is tangible and immediate that you actually can influence and make a difference in
1: one of your great politicians in your country uh, who was at one time the speak actual Speaker of the House, his most famous quote is, "All politics is local, and even as the Speaker of the house
2: he Maintained a very good
1: base and stayed in touch with his constituency in his local congressional district, and it was and and, and not a lot of your politicians are willing to do that uh, in this day and age. Uh. This politician was only twenty or thirty years ago, and, and yet that seems like forever ago uh, in your time. So the, the way the way that an individual can make quick changes to their daily existence of t- doing it locally. Doing it locally is 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 one of the uh, one of the quicker ways that you can actually foment change and do it do it in in a way that's re- rewarding to you nearly immediately. That is not to say that joining larger organizations that wish to foment larger change. That's not to say to not do that, but uh we find that the people most susceptible to the overwhelm that the uh, th- that the questioner asked about uh, tend to be considerably less grounded, and therefore uh, get thrown about like a leaf in the wind or, 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 or a stick in the ocean.
0: Now, that was one thing that you that you mentioned that um, that I thought was really important to, to emphasize. You said the opposite of a grounded root chakra is fear and most fear is caused by not being grounded.
2: Can
1: That's you true.
0: talk about that?
1: The, the media and, and, and the powers that be not just in your country but in many countries, their goal is to manipulate their populace in order to, uh, in order to keep most of the wealth for themselves. So, if
2: if you were to walk up to a pile of leaves with a leaf blower, you could blow that pile of leaves
1: away very easily with not a lot of wind but if you were to walk up to a small grove of trees that are rooted into the ground, trying to trying to affect them with a leaf blower, it's, it's a lot more difficult. Does this make sense? Yes, yes. And, and the small grove, it, it, the small grove could also be part of a larger forest. And the interesting way that, most trees actually communicate um is is through their root systems. Mm. So that's the, the where the groundedness comes in. And and so the more the powers that be on your planet fear a grounded populace. And so that one of the ways that they can be certain that they will be able to blow the leaves very easily is to do as much as possible to keep you ungrounded.
0: Right. And one of the things that you had said was, if you don't have a solid root chakra, you're not able to say, I am and I make a difference.
1: I am and I make a difference. And if and and that that, de- that ability depends upon your level of groundedness, your ability to feel that. The opposite of I am is is fear, yes? Right. And and the divisiveness that your media and
2: political system are trying to keep or or continue uh,
1: would would diminish considerably if enough people were grounded, and if enough people decided they were going to act locally.
0: No, when I think of like the the I am presence, I think of more like like the crown chakra or the heart or the brow. You know, the upper chakras. I don't. I I hadn't thought about the I am presence residing in the root chakra.
1: When James did that red exercise at the beginning of this teleconference, remember that you are pulling red up from mother earth and connecting with father sky. And then you're pulling the red back down from father sky back down to mother earth. So you're making that, Connection in two directions. So the I am presence, yes, it's connected to the universe on one level, but if it's not connected from the universe to Mother Earth, then the the ability to actually make things happen, or to uh, to uh, make positive change, or to build things, or to uh, enrich your own personal life. Or even just
0: to feel safe,
1: right? Would you feel safer being a leaf blowing about in the wind or would you feel safer standing in a grove of trees connected to your neighbor? Right. What's safer? Right. Mother Earth is a very, very powerful safety presence. And your ability to access that is um actually quite simple so to to the member of your group who asked a the question the, the it, it's really it's really quite easily too
2: easy to
1: To do an exercise and feel safer rather quickly,
0: and so what you're saying is that if you're looking out at the world and you're getting agitated or overwhelmed or you're you're in anything less than neutrality or you know or even you know joy, that's an indication that you probably need to ground yourself so that you can feel safe. And from that place of safety, then you can move into being a conscious, joyful creator.
1: Yes. The uh, the idea that you can uh, shrink your own energy field to make it considerably more concentrated, a lot of people feel... feel that the modern world makes them
2: scattered, and if you were to go back in your in your United States, you
1: don't you you only have to go back fifty or sixty years or so, when so much more, so many more people were connected to the land, uh, and there there were a, a large percentage of your population that. You know, never left a circle ten miles around their home. That's not that's not the case in your modern in your modern world. There's a lot more scatteredness. The uh, the 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 type of economic systems that you have demand a lot more movement, demand a lot less groundedness. And one of the one of the bigger issues with that is that you're letting you're letting corporate entities supply you with, with with the vast majority of your food, and their goal is to produce it as cheaply and as uniformly as possible. And they are uh, they are controlling the legislation of how how they need to go about it. They're using a lot of nasty chemicals and uh, and they're really not being held accountable for the consequences of using those nasty
0: chemicals. Let's talk about, um, you, you mentioned three, three words, power, flow, and manifestation. So power, flow, and the ability to manifest. Oh,
1: And, and those those are the those are the the lower chakras your your uh your third chakra uh, your solar plexus is how you project your power into the world your uh second chakra and uh including your your hip chakra so there's three chakras there the 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 sacral or the pelvic chakra just below your navel, but also that the the two hips have chakras in them too, and that forms the base of the pyramid, so to speak the uh, the solar plexus being the the tip of the pyramid and the base being those three uh pelvic chakras there's that's where the flow comes in, and the connecting this to the earth through the legs and and the and the first chakra is is how the manifesting gets done. Mm. So your ideas and your ability to uh uh your ability to come up with ideas comes through your upper three chakras your your crown chakra, your brow chakra and your throat chakra and they are connected to and and the, the middle chakra of the of your
2: main chakras is is the heart and the heart is the biggest
1: broadcaster it has the it has the most powerful electrical field of all of your chakras so that's the connector that's actually kind of the the, the engine or the uh, struggling for the right word the engine,
2: the mechanics of turning your
1: thoughts into things are is to the lower three chakras, and if you were to add your hips to those lower five chakras, the ideas of the upper three, and they connect through the heart, and one of the things about the heart is that that is also where the vast amount where the will, your own personal willpower, has its most effectiveness is when it's heart-centered. You can center your willpower in in any of your other chakras if you wish, but it's most effective when when it's transformed through the heart chakra because that has the biggest broadcasting ability. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and it also, to me, it seems that, centering the will in the heart would sort of temper it in, in integrity
1: absolutely
0: and love so you Maybe. don't get into some of the you know what we consider sort of the lower motivators which are which are um associated with the lower chakras right the greed um avarice things like that correct and I guess maybe that's why the lower chakras kind of, it seems to me, a lot of people focus on the heart upward because they want to ascend and evolve. But the lower chakras are are as important.
1: They're considerably important, especially if uh, if you're looking for balance. And a lot of a lot of your people who there, there are more people uh, uh, beginning to ascend and being becoming more in, in touch with the universe as a whole uh, over the past few of your years than ever before and, and they're shaking off a lot of uh the chains of of organized Power structures, and they're they're learning to ignore them, or they're learning to uh, uh, to not allow them to have the effect on them that they may have had in the past. But by doing so, they might be uh,
2: becoming somewhat less grounded. Mm-hmm. So the right you. you
1: you have your most power as an individual human being when there is a balance between your ability to manifest things, to turn your thoughts into things, and you, you need that connection in both directions in order to do it. If if you're all if you're all floating around in in your upper chakras and not connecting to the earth, you are susceptible to susceptible to more outside influences, you perhaps may be more scattered in your thinking, and you find your daily existence and the things that you have to do in order to survive as a body, you even find them more difficult, more annoying. But if you maintain your grounded sense, you you go about your day feeling more solid.
0: So let's talk about the manifestation circuit. Um the mechanics of it.
1: Your your third chakra is how you project your power into the world. So the idea that you keeping that clean there are ways to do that and uh you can if you're on this call and you want to find more information about it, get in touch with James and he can teach you uh, ways to keep that particular chakra clean. The So you have the power and you have the flow and then you have the connectedness to Mother Earth through the legs and the roots of the tree, yes? Right. So um, your your right leg is your... When you have an idea and you want to make it happen, you it come the, the ideas come from the upper chakras and flow down to the power chakra where you're making up your mind about okay this is what I want to do, and you would send that idea down your right leg, and if your hip chakra is blocked, it's, uh, the the transmission might get garbled, and you would send that idea into Mother Earth, and Mother Earth would process that information and explain to you how to go about doing it, and Mother Earth would explain to you how to go about doing it, and that information would flow up your left leg.
0: Now, I I just want to take a moment here, if I might, because... That, I think, is is a new concept that you're actually getting instructions from Mother Earth, because I think most people think that they're more getting instructions from from the universe out there, up there, through the crown.
1: Uh, There's a lot of that, too, but one of the things that Mother Earth does is puts the people in your path that are going to help you manifest your your goals. And that's much more of a, that's much more of a, uh, a localized connection rather than coming from the vast expanses of the universe. Although some of your ideas might come from there, uh, lots of your other ideas are, are more a, you're uh, more like hard work and they're more a, f- Form of research, or the more a form of tr- trial and error, yes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or meeting the right person who can help you, uh, help you do a part of the process that you have in mind, or meeting a group forming a, a network of people who are like-minded, who have similar goals, and who can all help each other. One of the hardest things that an ungrounded person has difficulty doing is forming a team.
2: Mm.
1: And we've talked about this on on other calls, about right. team group. And it's hard to form a team
2: when you're ungrounded.
0: And I remember that we did a call on sort of the number one reason where the manifestation process breaks down, and that's sort of with other people. Yeah, you know, dealings with other people,
1: and if you are and if you are connected to Mother Earth, and you look like you're standing solidly, people are attracted to you.
2: People are attracted to what they perceive as your ability to get things done, or to help them get things done. the solid are you seeing
0: mm. so you get you've got your power center in the solar plexus yes you've yes. got the flow in the pelvic
1: in, in you, the three pelvics including the hips
0: and you set your intention
1: and you, down got, your, you, have, you have two con- connectors each leg mm-hmm. and circuit flows where your ideas would uh, your idea that this is what I think I want to do you would send that into Mother Earth for all intents and purposes through your right leg. Mother Earth would process that information and send you her instructions up your left leg and that is the manifestation circuit. One other part of one other part of this circuit is if you visualize the the solar plexus as the tip of the pyramid and then the three pelvic chakras, the two hips and the main pelvic chakra, as the base of the pyramid, in the middle of that triangle is the soul seat. And the eastern, eastern thought would call that where the chi resides. And the chi is
2: your universal ability to, uh, there's, there's
1: certain philosophies that would say that that's where the will is. And there's other philosophies that say that the will is actually the back opening of any one of the chakras we discuss. But that soul seat, is somewhat a combination between the power and the flow. Does that make sense? Yes. Because yeah. it's right between them. So the power and the flow is what's necessary to get sort of an idea moving or to take step one. And then once step one's complete, to take step two. That's that's where the chi the comes in. That's where the soul seat comes in.
0: Hmm. Okay, well, thank you for this um I think it for me, it's been very helpful just to to again be reminded of how important it is to be grounded, and that's um I think you know the message to take away and and however you can ground yourself do that whether it's doing the um the red exercise that James brought us through or uh, whether you've got other techniques, but to keep your, your chakras clear, to keep yourself grounded, and, and to disengage from, from the mass media if you feel that, that is, um, it's knocking you off your center, taking you off focus, making you feel afraid.
1: Disengaging from, from uh, televised news would be the best first step. One of the things about reading a newspaper or reading a news feed on your computer, whether it be on your Facebook or whether it be on one of the search engines that delivers your news, those you have a lot more choice. You can scroll right by stuff. So you can, uh, and you have to train yourself that uh, so many, so much of, uh, of your current political climate with your, with your election coming up, it's, it's entertaining and yet it's, it's disturbing all at the same time. So you can choose to not engage with those, uh, with that level of propaganda because every article written in every newspaper and on every newsfeed is propaganda at its, at its base. It's much more difficult to disengage from that if you're watching a broadcast on your television and you have it turned to a news channel. Mm Every one of those news channels is propaganda and it's being fed to you and you're passively absorbing it. If you're scrolling through a news feed on, on your computer, on your search engine, you have to click on it in order to read the article, and you may have to even click on it to get past several advertisements, yes? Right, right. That, that involves a, a lot more choice than passively absorbing a, a bunch of propaganda being broadcast, say.
0: Right. Right. Well, thank you. Um, I Perhaps it appreciate...
1: raises more questions than answers, but... Uh, it sounds like you'd be able to get started uh, right away when you do the repairing.
0: Right, yes. And I just want to invite people, if you do have questions, you can always um, email them to either James or myself or post them in the Gateway to Grace group um, because we're always looking for input on you know what are we gonna what are we gonna focus on on our next call you know so this could be an ongoing um, conversation here that you know we could pick this up next month um, if you have any questions that you want clarified if you'd like to learn how to effectively keep your manifestation
1: circuit clean so that you can get more things done and so that you can reduce pain in, in in your lower body, in your legs, pain in your back, uh, get in contact with James and he can uh, and have a session with him. He can teach you these things. Excellent. Well, thank you. Blessings. Greetings.
2: Mm. How was that?
0: Excellent, Jamesy. Thank you.
2: Was it
1: was it clear
0: it was to oh, me oh, oh.
1: oh okay
0: how about <laughs> everybody
1: on the call did it make any did, did it make
0: sense we'll find out yeah
1: okay
0: um, yeah why don't we you know let's do this let's do the repatterning, and then we'll open it up for questions and um and sure. stay on the line and answer any questions um if need be how's that okay. Great. All right. Okay. So, yeah, let's move into the repatterning right now. So, so let's set the intention that we're going to do this repatterning to optimize our manifestation circuit. To keep us grounded so that we can move through this time focused on what our priorities are and manifesting our full potential without getting taken off track with the distracting, um, propaganda and divisiveness that's going on around us. So may I have your permission to muscle check for you?
2: Please.
1: Yes. And
0: and include you in the session. So so if you want to be included in the session as part of the group field, if you want your energy included in the group field, you can say yes. And, um, and that will invoke your free will to be included in this repatterning. So I'm gonna use the muscle checking to tap into the group energy field to find out what would be the best thing for us at this time given our intention of optimizing our manifestation circuit, keeping us grounded. So at this time it's best for us to start with something from orientation. We need something from problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility. There's something from a repatterning that we need. Yes. Okay. So the best repatterning for us, let's see here I'm gonna to go to my list of repatternings. We need something from part A, part B. Part C, yes. So there's something from Part A. So we're going to work with the chakra system, which is no surprise there. And the chakra patterns, we need to look at a repatterning here. Let's see where my list is. So the best repatterning for us here we need anything from here something from here it's number 1 number 2 so we're going to do the disrupted energy repatterning nice yeah and this is looking at how the um the energy is moving through our chakras where it gets disrupted where we might be um avoiding a step in the manifestation process, or we, where we might get stuck in a step in the manifestation process, and not be able to move to the next step. When you
1: think stuck, when the word stuck is coming up, you're thinking second chakra—that's your hips and your uh, your uh, sacral chakra.
0: Mm, mm, right. Okay. So let's see. Um, Is there anything that we need to hear from the introduction? No, okay. So there's anything that we need from this section, something from this section, this section, this section. Okay, so the primary chakra where there's an outward moving energy disruption, that's what we're gonna focus on right now. And this is, it's number one, Okay, so it it is the earth chakra or the root chakra. The root chakra um, locked on the outward flow. So if you think about, so the chakra system, you've got your your crown chakra receives the universal life energy and each successive chakra, brow, throat, heart, solar plexus, pelvic, root, steps down the energy so that you can use it. So there's that flow, it's like a vertical flow, but then there's also, each of the chakras has an outward and an inward flow, kind of like an in-breath and an out-breath. And so that's what we're gonna look at here is the, the root chakra blocked on the outward flow. So it's kind of like on the out-breath, not able to exhale or let go. So what we need here... Um, is and that's called
1: constriction, which often manifests itself as fear.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so what we need here is something from... So there's a, a list of different options here. It's number one. It's number two. It's the first one. It's the second okay and what came up is i need to feel in control by taking care of everything and you can you can kind of see this in the the questions that were asked to us that i mentioned about at the beginning of the segment today that question about you know what do you do about this lack of conscience on, on the leader's part and how we all sit around and we don't do anything about it, right? That, that question is giving voice to this, to this blocked chakra. I need to feel in control by taking care of everything because actually we can't take care of everything. What we can take care of is our own priorities and work within our sphere of influence so that we can feel empowered without getting overwhelmed by these world problems that, quite frankly, a lot of them, they don't have much to do with you and your daily life. If you didn't even know about them, they really wouldn't be affecting you in your day-to-day life. I mean, obviously, you want to have compassion for the suffering of the world, but if the suffering of the world is is dragging you down and keeping you in a in fear or overwhelm that's not helping the suffering of the world what helps the suffering of the world is uplifting your vibration so let's check this so repeat after me say i need to feel in control by taking care of everything
1: i need to feel in control by taking care of everything
0: yeah, and that's resonating. That's on. Okay. So now, there's another chakra that we need to look at in terms of an outward flow where it's blocked. No. We need to look at any of the chakras that are blocked on the inward flow. No, we don't. Okay. Okay. Okay, there's something, we need to look at the vertebral um, correlation. Yeah, so each of the vertebrae correlates to different chakras and there are emotional correlations um, that go with each of the vertebrae. So let's see, Uh, I'm working with my brand new book here. And the vertebrae that we need to focus on is it's the coccyx, yeah. And so one way that you can ground yourself also that I like to do is I imagine my coccyx. So that's your tailbone, right? So imagine your tailbone. It's unfurled, kind of like a finger, right? and it's pointing at the ground. And then what you do is you run a grounding cord from your coccyx all the way down into the earth. And that's one way that you can ground yourself. Okay, so let's see what we need here. So what we need here is... um, coccyx, we need number one, number two. Okay, And what came up is, I am sitting on old pain. Okay. So that's the pattern we need to release. So this is a general check. So say, I am sitting on old pain.
1: I'm sitting on old pain.
0: Yeah, and that is resonating. Hmm. And that, that will also,
1: the sitting on old pain will cause you to want to leave your
0: body. Hmm. To be that leaf in the wind flying up around the it clouds.
2: Will, yes.
0: Right. Okay, so let's see. There's something from this next section that we need to look at. Yeah. So this next section is looking at the chakra triad circuit disruption. It's kind of a big mouthful, but this is taken from polarity therapy. So each of the chakras has a positive pole, a neutral pole, and a negative pole, right, which correspond to different parts of the body. So we're going to see where the root chakra circuit is disrupted. So that's disrupted energy in the root chakra at which pole are we looking at here? It's number one. It's the positive pole of the neck. So it's interesting because most people think about the neck as throat chakra. But if you're having neck pain, it could be it could be a root chakra issue that there's a, a circuit disruption. So, repeat after me. Say, disrupted energy in my root chakra.
1: Disrupted energy in my root chakra.
0: At the positive pole of my neck.
1: At the positive pole of my neck.
0: Yeah, and that's resonating. Okay. There's a shock we need to focus on. Yeah. So, this is... um. This is a shock to the root chakra. So this could be a karmic thing that we're carrying. It could be um, a family or generational pattern. Or it might even be something that you have experienced in this lifetime. So it's something from the list here from 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 6, number 7, number 8. It's number one, two, three, four. So it's it's lack of a mother or lack of security from the mother. So like I said, this could be something that you've actually experienced or it could be something that's a generational pattern or um a past life pattern so say lack of the lack of mother lack of mother lack of security from the mother
1: lack of security
0: from the mother yeah and that's resonating and you think about like we're talking about mother earth right that disconnect when you're disconnected from mother earth you're not feeling that security from her. Even though it might be there and it's present, if you're disconnected, it's not available to you. So this is going to help us, by switching that off, help us to get more connected to the earth, that security that the earth gives us. Okay. So let's see, Um, so we need to identify the positive quality that's needed, yeah. So it's something here from the root and it's number one, two, three, four. Mm. So this one is I let go and move into new beginnings. So you could think about, what are you being challenged to let go of? What are you being challenged to move into? What's your new beginning, but what do you need to let go of before you can actually move into that? So this is a general check. So repeat after me. Say, I let go and move into new beginnings.
1: I let go and move into new beginnings.
0: Good. That is Oh, it looks like we're resonating with that. So I'm going to check that umbilically. Yeah, right now we're umbilically off for that. And so when it's an umbilical check like that, that means it's off at a core level. So it means it's a really old pattern that um, that we're releasing here. And it means that we there's like, it's like a flat line. There's actually like no no resonance at all for that right now in this context.
2: Okay, so let's see.
0: Um, So we need to go to the modalities, yes. So the best modality is something from this index. Yes, it is. So the modality, this is the option that we need to, um, to shift all this. So we're turning off the energy around the negative, turning on the energy around the positive. So we need something from A, B, C, D. So this is movement that we need. And let's see what needed here. It's number one, two, three. This is the shoulder joint opening. And this shoulder joint opening is actually um helps to support the heart chakra. So you know, it's interesting that the guide was talking about, you know, the heart chakra being that sort of the connector in the manifestation process, connecting the the ideas with the with the will and the action. So let's see what we need here. Shoulder joint opening. So, this one is um well i'll I will um tell you about it and and you can see if you can do it or not. If you can't do it, that's okay because I'm gonna do it for you by proxy
2: Okay, so let's see here shoulder joint opening.
0: And here we go, okay, so this one i actually I actually do this um a few times a week when I do my exercises in the morning so th- oftentimes the shoulder joints can become chronically tight um, and this joint tension blocks the full range of motion and inhibits the energy flow into your six meridians um. This also helps to open up the heart chakra. So what you could, what you do is you're going to bring your left elbow into the air, right? And place the palm of your left hand on the back of your left shoulder. Right, kind of patting yourself on the back. And then what you do is you bend your right elbow up behind your back, placing the back of your right hand on the spine and only as far up your spine as you can reach without any pain okay and now if you can you touch your 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 left hand fingers with your right hand fingers and gradually clasp the two hands together and like i said um if you can't do that that's okay i'm doing it for you by proxy that's that's the beauty of of doing this work by proxy. And just kinda of hold that and breathe. And then you do the other side. <sighs> and there's the release. <sighs> Okay. And this is complete. Yes, it is. So I'll just take a little pause and let that integrate. I'm going to have a little water here. It's always good to drink water when you're doing energy work, it helps to cleanse out the toxins and keeps the energy moving. <clears throat> okay. So there's another modality that we need at this time. No, that's it. All right. All righty. How are you doing there, Jamesy? Doing good. <sighs> <sighs> there we go. Another, another big release there. So Yvonne said she tried and she touched the middle fingers. Hey, that's good. That's wow, good be the first time. Excellent. All right. So we're going to go back and recheck the statements. Now, notice what these feel like now when you say them. Okay. So here we go. Say, I need to feel in control by taking care of everything.
1: I need to feel in control by taking care of everything.
0: Yeah, that's off.
1: Nice. Yeah, a lot less of a charge for that one. Way gone.
0: And say, I'm sitting on old pain.
1: I'm sitting on old pain.
0: Yeah, that's off. We're not resonating with that anymore. And I could feel more energy running, running through I my liked, hips down, down my, my, my legs,
2: legs. My legs are tingling, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's another shift. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Say, disrupted energy in my root chakra.
1: Disrupted energy in my root chakra.
0: At the positive pole of my neck.
1: At the positive pole in my neck.
0: Yeah, that's off. Excellent. And say, shock from lack of the mother.
1: Shock from lack of the mother.
0: Shock from lack of security from the mother.
1: Shock. From lack of security from the mother.
0: Yeah, that's off. Beautiful. <sighs> and this is the positive aspect that we need. Say, I let go and move into new beginnings.
1: I let go and move into new beginnings.
0: Good. We are nice and strong for that. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, Everything has shifted. There's anything more we need from this session. No, the session is complete. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So just let me go back here. And um, if you have any questions about anything that we've um, talked about, anything around the manifestation circuit or how to keep yourself grounded, if you are... On the phone, you can press star 8, and that will raise your hand. If you're in the chat room, you can just type right into the chat box there. Um, And James, do you want to give your contact info in case people want to get in touch with you to do some private work to to help clear out the manifestation circuit?
1: Uh, you can uh, email me, and feel free to email me with any questions you have. It doesn't have to be about a session. Any questions you have, uh, uh, you can email me at James the Shaman S H A M A N. That's all one word, James the Shaman at Yahoo dot com.
0: Excellent, excellent. And you can uh, get in touch with me at et at Liz Tobin dot com, and uh, also. Will be in the Gateway to Grace Facebook group as well. So, well, thank you, everybody. It doesn't look like there's any um, any questions. Um, anybody have any comments? Like to share how you experienced tonight's session? Would love to hear from you there too. And um, press star eight. Actually, I think I'll just here we go.
3: Lori. Hi, who's this? Oh. Hi, Liz. It's Lori from Fort Lauri. <laughs> um, this was amazing. Um, it, I just felt like it was meant totally for me. I'm sure it's for other people, but I have a coccyx issue. I have a neck issue. I have movement disorder with my neck. And um, so obviously they're related, um, but... I I am coming to an awareness that's a huge huge um, uh, bringing manifesting something that's always been very scary for me, and so I was getting to that point where I was kind of doing it, and all of a sudden, all these things that you mentioned were happening to my body. <laughs> oh man! I, Yeah, and, I mean, I hadn't had trouble with my coccyx for a long time. All of a sudden, all I did was some stretching exercise. All of a sudden, that was, like, hurting, and my neck was pulling, and um, I couldn't figure out why everything, just all of a sudden, you know, those thoughts were just all getting all wacky. And, um, you know, I I just... uh, you know, like the sitting on old pain. Something just cleared up. I had a nine-year um, uh, distance from my older brother, and um, we finally he called me because of a family thing that happened, and so that that like that whole chapter of feeling bad ended. And so I was like, well, now I should feel good, but instead I wasn't because of all these other things going on, you know. And and letting go, it's like I didn't want to really let go of all the anger of the last nine years. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, I did, but part of me was like, oh, you think because you make a phone call, all the crappy things you did to me is just going to disappear, you know? And then the other well, one of, of
1: the things, one of the things you can do. Okay, and I would imagine that um, that these things are going to come up,
2: mm-hmm. little incidents,
1: little film clips. Every time that happens, you yeah. sort of back up a little bit, sort of figure out where it's attached to you,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and take your two fingers and make them like scissors and cut those cords.
3: Oh, okay. That's,
1: that's been an opportunity that's been yeah. repeatedly happening for thousands and thousands of people over the past few months, is these things keep coming up. And you're having what's, uh, what I call the regret parade. Every <laughs> time one of these film clips comes up, you have an opportunity to release it. Right. So it actually takes mindfulness instead of dwelling on it, to yes. figure out where it's attached to you and actually physically go and cut that cord to it. Good and on. you'll feel lighter and cleaner and more hopeful every time
3: you do it. Right, right. Instead of just telling my thoughts to go away or I shouldn't feel that, to actually do that. To actually type them, yeah. Actually represent letting it go. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yes. All right, thanks. But anyway, like I said, all this, and I won't go into all the other stuff, but this is just... Really spoke to me so personally. So I'm so glad I was on and thank you, you two. Awesome. Oh, you're, welcome. you're welcome. You're welcome.
1: Bye uh, bye. Y- Yvonne, Yvonne has a question. She said, How can I tell if my chakras are normal? I always seem to be blocked. Well, uh, well the the answer to that is if, if there's there's exercises that you can do. One of the things when you get your when you get some body work done on yourself or when you get reiki done on yourself, you generally walk away from that table or walk away from the session feeling a lot lighter and cleaner. But there's it, it, most people have a chakra or maybe even two of them that are problematic, and they need your attention, and they need um. We have two bodies. We have a physical body and a spiritual body. And the one thing that most everybody knows is your physical body needs good food and exercise and rest. Okay? Your spiritual body needs the same thing. And so in order to keep those chakras, that the ones that seem to be blocked all the time, um, you have to do your exercises and that's one of the things that i have come up with is uh is a bunch of different ways that you can go about doing that so uh, if you wanted to have a session with me i could teach you those things but the one thing i can tell you on this call is if you know which which chakras that you have that seem to be blocked then you can look up or or, google how to keep them optimized you know uh Say say it's, for example, say it's your solar plexus. And for a lot of empaths, it is your solar plexus. So, uh, you know, solar plexus clearing exercises Google that. And, and, and the thing is, so when you have a session like this one that clears a chakra, the one thing your chakra is probably used to being blocked, and that is its default position. And so the thing that you have to do is once you've gotten a clearing and you actually feel optimized, you have to work on, you have to work on probably you, whatever you think your, your worst chakra is and you have to make, you have to do exercise for it. And yeah, and the exercise is usually a breathing exercise or meditation or an affirmation. And there's, And and the thing is you have to to do that every day. Maybe it's only a couple of minutes of of work a day, but you have to do it. Or or that particular chakra, which has been maybe blocked up for a really long time, it it, it gets used to the idea that it's blocked up. That's its default position. So if you get an energy healing and then don't do any follow-up work, that chakra is going to want to go back to its default position. So you have to like start exercise in that particular area
2: and you have to start doing things to keep it clean. Does that make sense?
0: Boy, Jamie, I'm I'm thinking that you could you could do a class <laughs> on just, you know, the chakra basics, you know, the because there, there are sounds that are related to the chakras. There are colors related to the chakras. There are affirmations that are related to the chakras. And all of those can be used to to keep your chakras flowing and, and optimized.
1: Okay. Um, yoga once a week is great. It's better than not doing yoga. But you, one of the things that a really problematic chakra needs is is kind of daily attention for at least a couple of weeks until you get used to the idea, hey, you know, I've kept this thing clean and my life has changed because of it. And then, you know, you'll be more apt to want to continue doing, you know, doing that particular exercise. Tai Chi. uh, Tai Chi is something that should be done every day, even if it's only 10 minutes. But these, these exercises to keep – and for me, I'd work on one chakra at a time. I'd figure out which one is the biggest problem and work on that one. And once you sort of got that one used to the idea that it's going to be more unstuck than it's been over the last year, then you start working on whatever the next one is. Mm.
0: And I just want to say one thing about yoga. Um Yoga is a great resource, and you could even ask your yoga teacher about which um, which poses might be best for which chakras. And I know that a lot of yoga classes they don't really even talk about the chakras, even though that's kind of what yoga is is all about. So, um, so if you let your teacher know that you're interested, if she's not, he or she is not talking about the chakras, but you let them know that you're interested. I'm sure they'll be able to give you a ton of information. So great, well, well thank you everybody. This has been um, another great call. We really, really appreciate you guys showing up like this month after month, um, really um, makes my heart glad to to get together like this every month. So thank you so much, thank you. And thank we'll you, be back. Next month, the first Monday, we're going to be back in November already. So the first Monday is going to be November 7th. That's going to be, oh, my God. November 7th is the night before the election. So
1: So we need a good clean-out.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have any, if, if there's anything that you would like us to address on these calls, let us know because we, we're we doing these calls, you know, for the community and we want to be of service and um, so we and want we to make your sure input. that, yeah, give us your input. All right. Thank you so much. I'm going to end the recording and good night, everybody. Thank you. Good let's I'm going to unmute us all. We can all say goodbye.
3: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome.
2: Bye-bye.